Cool, cool. Let's do this. Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale stats. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off the Iron Team and Goodbye, Iowa. But Kristen, there is no Iron Team. There's one in Iowa. What? Think but not it. anymore, because bye, there's no, it's gone. It's more like Iowa. <laughs> Goodbye, Iowa. <laughs> Goodbye, Iowa. <laughs> oh, if I was from Iowa, I would say that every day. I don't care. <laughs> that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what would be the best is if you lived in the Quad Cities. Yeah. And then you could be like, Goodbye, Iowa, whenever you go from like Iowa to Illinois, because they're right on that border. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Iowa. So, Mike, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to guess mm-hmm. um, you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? I mean, it's all right. I was I was kind of more into Charmed. I can't even <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Oh, I got into Charmed for a little bit. Yeah, but like it's okay because you're like a woman who was a young woman at the time. Oh, that was out. I, that like, you're saying like it's just not kind of cool for. <laughs> like the only reason a dude watches that show is not for the story. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. So I don't think we've talked about what are some other TV shows that you like. Well, if we're talking about similar like fantasy, sci-fi stuff, anything. Uh, some stuff I was actually into around the same time as Buffy. I was a really big Farscape fan. Mm. Of course, Angel, Serenity, uh, Firefly, that kind of stuff. But that's kind of obvious. Like other, I'm, I'm going to do my best. What, what is the thing you just said? Neckbeardy voice. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Serenity is not a TV show. <laughs> it is in uh, my universe. Okay. In my alternate uh, timeline. It uh, The movie was so successful, they brought out uh, more seasons of Firefly, but it was called Serenity because more people knew knew it from the movie. That's my that's, that would alternate be, yeah. history. All right. Legit. Are you watching anything that's on now? Uh, I really like Rick and Morty. It's really yeah. funny. It's really, yeah. And like... I could watch the Mr. Meatsies episode, like just all... Just, ah, Mr. Meatsies! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That one. It's, it's really smart, funny, dark, but still has like a heart, which is really cool. It's kind of hard. I, it's it's hard for me to say like what's what's my favorite. There's just stuff I kind of get into and, mm-hmm. and leave behind, and stuff I I watch that I know isn't good. Gotham. Um, <laughs> I, I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> you you should. Anyone who's watching, like I know I have a problem because I don't even like it. I just like <laughs> I. It's like I feel like I need to bear witness in a way. That's the way I was with Lost. It was yeah. like I, it's more. It was more the endurance of like I just mm-hmm. got to get through it. <laughs> yeah, or like the last couple seasons of True Blood. It was kind of like that, where it's just like, this is this is not good anymore. But you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna let you break me, True Blood. <laughs> I can't quit you. Yeah. Oh, I wish I knew how to quit you, True Blood. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a variety of of, of shows that uh, I I enjoy, and it's not all like sci-fi fantasy stuff. I just uh, started watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is really cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Although I've- the title is terrible. And it turned me off. Like, I didn't want to watch it. And it was like, yeah. it was on Netflix. And I was like, I've heard good things. I'll give it like one episode. I was like, oh, this just has a bad title. Okay. I'll check yeah. that. I'm going to check that out. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, as you know, a very big Veronica Mars fan. I had no idea. Yeah, no, huge. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to this, I mean, this may shock people, mm-hmm. seeing as how much I like Buffy. Yeah. Firefly's a better TV show. 
I mean, I, th- I think there's a strong argument because especially, I think especially since it was a one season show. True. Yeah. It didn't have a chance to. Yeah. To, to screw up. But I'll say for, for a whole season, yeah. there's not a single there's not like stinker. A, there's <laughs> not like a crap episode. It's no. Like, I pulled it on any one of those episodes. But great. That was, that was an yeah. A plus television yeah. show. And especially when you compare it, like, that's what I think one of the saddest things about Firefly is like compared even to the first season of other shows, like first season Buffy's a little rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, first that's, season that's of amazing. a lot of sci-fi and fantasy shows is rough. Like Farscape, that's, I mentioned, rough first season. Yeah. A lot of them. I think Firefly is really good uh, proof that Joss Whedon has learned his lesson because mm-hmm. like his other shows yeah. had growing pains and he's like, no, I'm going to kick Firefly off running. Yeah, yeah. It's also crazy to think about recently saw an interview with him on a in a documentary called Showrunners where he's talking about how he – Basically, didn't have a life for a year when he was running Firefly and Angel and Buffy. And you like know. he described why he was doing all three. It was like, well, I can't give up on the last season of, of Buffy because it's the last season. Everyone has to like, you yeah. know, enjoy this. I have to put my effort into that. And I, I can't give up on Angel because everyone's just going to assume I'm going to like half ass right. it on Angel. Yeah. And then I really can't give it up on the new show because, you know, we got to, we got to make this new show good because I want it to last. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow, sad. Yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, I love love Veronica Mars. I watch a lot of the adult animation shows, mm. and I think it's because I get watching real actors. Mm-hmm. I get distracted yeah. thinking about maybe stuff that happened behind the camera mm-hmm. or what was that like to shoot. So it's much easier for me to watch Bob's Burgers, for mm. example, and just get completely lost. I've been marathoning. Um, it's always sunny. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, well, so I got into that way after it ended, but mm, then okay. I got in about it. halfway through, like right before it started getting really big. And I was like, "Yay, everyone else is coming on board!" <laughs> I see. I I had gotten sick of hearing about it, so mm-hmm. it took a couple of years after it ended before I was like, "Okay, now that not everybody yeah. is talking about it, I can watch it." Now. That's how I was with The Wire. Also, I mean, I feel like I was a little young to really get into The Wire when it first came out. It was like a little. More serious than like when I when it first came out, I would have been like late teens, early twenties, I think. Mm-hmm. So like that's not always the best time to get into something as kind of. Even though I don't feel like it was as serious as I was dreading, like that is still a pretty like heavy show. In a lot yeah, of yeah, it is. Uh, and then I'm really into iZombie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and the uh, Veronica Mars kind of yeah. train. Oh God, yes. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, Rob Thomas, for everything that you do. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jessica Jones, because how can you not? Oh yeah. I mean. I'm I'm really interested to see the second season of that. Yeah. I want to see where they get with that character. Oh, and Kimmy Schmidt. I just kind of, I mean, first off, that's my ringtone. But, <laughs> but like, I just kind of marathon that one constantly. Yeah. I, um, back when Netflix was like, you know, put on Facebook what you're watching on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, share that with everyone. I was like, God damn no, because everyone's going to judge me for how much I just watch the same shit over and over and over. So, like, I, I'm not the the best with all the the social media uh, mm-hmm. in general. So it was literally like it would automatically tell people what you're watching on Netflix. Right, like on That's your Netflix a terrible wall. Idea. Yeah, no, I don't. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, nobody like there's no you can't hide anything it quickly went away but yeah no, no i did like i just imagined my friends being like Kristen, we need to have an intervention yeah. you're watching family guy for the eighth hour street yeah uh and that's a 20 minute tv show i i think maybe you need some sunshine <laughs> it's, it's like you know they have like 
like Oscar winning movies on there. You don't that, have to watch all the Friday that's the 13th. That's the judgment I think I'm getting is the yeah. fact that like there's a lot of stuff on mm-hmm. Netflix and I'm mostly watching the same five things. Yeah. yeah. Over and over and over. That's a, that's a good. You, there's a horse outside. <laughs> Seriously, where's the? I can hear it. Yeah, there's like a horse-drawn carriage outside. This is I. <laughs> oh, there's two of them. <laughs> what is there? A horse? <laughs> what is happening? What Did is we the... travel through time? It's a train. Why are there horses on my street? <laughs> In the okay, that really. So happens. we record these a little bit in advance. Not like a hundred years in advance, so I don't know why there's horses. Wait, is there a third one? Is it the apocalypse? <laughs> Wait, it's four. Four? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're halfway uh, there. Yeah, we're, we're halfway to the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, as played by the genie from Wishmaster. I heard hoofs, and I was like, <laughs> no way, it's rain. Somebody yeah. weirdly hammering something mm-hmm. that happens to sound like hooves. Somebody doing nope. Monty Python cosplay. That nope. Actually, two horses on my street. Okay. All right. Well, I, I guess we haven't said goodbye to Iowa quite yet. <laughs> on that note, let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on the INT. Willow is using magic to cheat at poker. <sighs> that is low. It's a prayer. No, it's not. You are cheating. Yeah. Uh, but this is what I would use magic for. <laughs> I mean, it's more useful than floating a rose and plucking its puddle. I mean, I don't know. Unless you're trying to seduce someone. Yeah. Xander's mm. all excited about his latest pyramid scheme. Oh, I mean, uh, employment venture. Yeah. Uh, job opportunity. I, I just have to say this now. This goes nowhere. No. It seems like there's going to be a payoff, and there never is. I, the there's only like a couple thing I, jokes about it. I mean, I, it, this season, it really is every single episode he mm-hmm. has a new job. Yeah. So I feel like they're just, they needed something else. And yeah. it, it most of that, I mean, like him being a pizza delivery mm-hmm. boy, the only way that uh, it doesn't pay off at all. Yeah. Like, it, it, I think it's more just like making a statement about like some people go to college. Mm-hmm. Other people try a bunch of part-time jobs. Yeah. Well, and it it, seem, it seems weird because a lot of those other ones, like, they'll make, like, a comment about it or, like, he'll just be wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. But this one, it seems like, oh, is that going to be magic? Right. Is this going to, like, lead him to get, like, he's trying to sell to somebody and ends up being a demon, they maybe? Le- they lead a demon away with them by, like, yeah. distracting you with, like, look, yummy goodness. Like, no, he tries to sell it a couple times and make some jokes and it's, and it's over. Yeah. Jazz doesn't like the taste. I f- I feel like this is this episode must have aired right before like protein part mm-hmm. protein bars are like a thing. Like I regularly yeah. pla- pack Cliff bars mm-hmm. as a snack if I'm ever going to I know like be out and not eating Maybe regularly. It. Maybe it just like it was that funny at the time. Right. It's kind of like, like when you watch Chance and they were talking about like tofu cheese. Like yeah. that's such a joke. Mm-hmm. Or like in an 80s movie when they talk about, that guy eats sushi and it's the craziest thing in the world. Right, right, right. Yeah. I do like uh, Willow's reaction. They're like, what you got in the box is drugs. It's not drugs, is it? <laughs> it's the same look she gave in uh, was it season three when she was uh, like, hey, did y'all happen to do a bunch of drugs? 
She's very concerned. Yeah, I feel, I feel like she got her her way to talk about drugs from like one dr- anti-drug PSA. Yeah. That's how she knows. It's like, it's not drugs, is it? <laughs> I want to see her be a mom. Wouldn't Aww. Willow be the best mom? Aww, if she's not like evil. Yeah, no, real Willow. Yeah. Okay. And I don't... I don't want Kennedy to be my other mom. I'd rather have Tara as my other mom. Well, we all would. Uh, so Buffy's been spending all of her time with the initiative. Willow is in favor of it, but Xander is not really sure of their motives. Mm. Anya has such good one-liners here. Yep. She is just she's just winning me over this season. The brand spanking new boyfriend. Yeah. Oh yes, we have we've enjoyed spanking. <laughs> I'm like, hurry up! I have three K cards. That's me <laughs> playing poker. Yeah. Okay, cards. What's a flush again? And then everyone's like, ah. <laughs> uh, that is one of the biggest pet peeves that I have in movies is that every poker hand is an amazing hand. Instead of just being like, I have a pair and you just happen to have nothing. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, it's like a an awesome hand in like five card poker, two pairs. Mm-hmm. Royal flush is like, oh, this is the one time this will happen to me in my entire life. Right, right, right. Not like, ooh, I got a good hand right now. It's like, oh, I must have saved a saint in a former life to deserve right. this hand. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. So Buffy is fighting the commandos. Wait, what? I thought they were friends now. What's going on? Did I skip it's ahead a, a few episodes? Uh, it's, she's actually it's training. No. She's acting all humble. Mm-hmm. She kicks their butts. I like the fact yeah. that like the good character moment of Grant is like, you know, even though she kicks his ass, he's like, hey, mm-hmm. good job, Buffy. And Forrest is just giving her a dirty look. Uh, yeah. The next day she's bragging to Willow, who looks really bored. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's just jealous of the initiative. Like at this point, she doesn't really have a reason to question their motives. I think it's more just jealousy of. Yeah. Especially since she's in friend. such like a an emotional time. It's like. After having like just moved to college, splits up with her longtime boyfriend, doesn't really have a lot of other like friends to hang out with. Her other good friend is in a relationship in a mm. basement. Like Yeah. Spanking. I- <laughs> Can't uh. is this uh reminding me of when Faith showed up and Willow was just mm. kind of like disinterested in hearing about it. Yeah. Giles goes to Spike's crypt thingy to thank him. But Spike prefers those pieces of gratitude that come on on green green slips of paper. Uh, like parking validation. Those. Yeah. Those permits are are they're just annoying to get. You have to wait in line at the yeah. alderman. Is that what an alderman does? <laughs> <laughs> Stands up parking passes. They do that, and they decide if it's kind of like the condo association for your neighborhood. Mm. The like you can't have that mailbox. It's against our whatever. Yeah, that's an. Un-American mailbox. Right. Giles tries to tempt Spike to a higher purpose, but Spike just wants the money. Aw. He's extra douchey right here. He's like, are you still here? I'm counting. Oh. Well, you see, he's kind of like, he realizes he's too cool now, and he's like, I gotta get rid of these these people. I can't be, like, friends with them, because I'm the cool kid. Buffy is ready to have sex. Oh, no, wait. That she's... That was... She's joining the initiative. She's like, oh, I get it. Because cause you thought she was saying she was ready and it was going to be for Bone Town. Get it? It's about a penis. It's a penis. I don't <laughs> think they got that that no. was what they were doing. They have they no that. idea. Those stupid writers. Dumb writers. It's a penis. Although, if you hadn't seen the previous episodes, it could still seem like he's taking her to some kind of sex room a la Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> 
I want to see that deleted scene. That's hilarious. The door's open. It's the red room. <laughs> yeah, just recut some scenes <laughs> in this episode, maybe some other season four stuff, into making it look like it's Riley and Buffy oh and with the shades of wet. Yeah, if great. I knew how to edit video, that would be one really easy to do. Yeah, and two awesome, just hilarious. That's somebody do a Fifty Shades and instead and of a slow down show. crazy in love, it's slow down Buffy, 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 <laughs> Vampire Slayer. Get Chris to record the slow jam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doctor Wall shows Buffy the pit where mm-hmm. they turn the scary demons into helpless kittens. This <laughs> pit is weird, right? It's such a weird design. This, <laughs> this whole place. Why do they need such high ceilings? The, like the whole when they're in like the little the glass cells with mm-hmm. the white, and that's that fine. makes sense to me. And when they have like the three fourteen door, that's mm-hmm. fine. This specific set screams just studio lot. Yeah, it's like. We, we, this is like what we could do with a location. Like, yeah, like this is kind of like a lot redressed or like everything's covered in foil. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's (laughs) in aluminum foil. And it just seems like why would you operate just in a lower part on top of this like airplane hangar with random railings? It's the layout makes no like intuitive sense. Yeah. And they don't like give a reason why or like, oh, this. We, you know, rehab this old facility that was, you know, a fallout shelter. Even that, I think, would be like, okay, I, I get that more now. Yeah. It's got kind of a weird structure, but it's just like, it seems like purpose-built. Why this... Just open pit. Like, it, an operating It's not just theater. a giant empty room. Yeah. An operating... And don't they... Aren't they in an operating theater later? When they try to get... I mean, not like this season, <sighs> yeah. but isn't it season five when they mm-hmm. try to get his chip removed? Or is that this season? I don't, I don't know. remember it's now. Weird. But that, yeah. yeah. It's it's very odd. Uh, anyway, pit, pit, pit. Um, <laughs> Walsh tries to make a joke. That's so weird. Awful. <laughs> and they've got the armory. She gives Buffy a beeper. Yeah. Uh, no, wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, right? I'm so glad that you and I just made the exact same face. She has a beeper. <laughs> it was in the trailer for the first season. It's one of the most famous Buffy lines of yeah. all time. Yeah. If the apocalypse comes, beat, beat me. me. And like, just like, oh, I've always been meaning to get one of these. What? A new one. That's, what you, That's a all new you one. had to do. That's all you had to do. Oh, I lost mine. Thank goodness. I needed Like, what? Like, how How did nobody notice right? this? Do you watch your own show? Yeah. Yes, because you cut together the trailer. I'm done. I can't. Yeah, I don't I can't. It. Tara and Willow are still meeting on the down low. Mm. Tara's sweatshirt. Did you notice this? No. What, Go back and watch. It's just this like frumpy, like, mm-hmm. I think it's gray with purple stars on it. Yeah. It's just very distracting. Willow's going to have huh. another one coming up that it's like, who was costuming? I think it was just like, shit, I didn't pick up a costume for this season. Uh, Although go, I, go through the bin for charity. I honestly feel like, especially when I was that horrible semester, I, I lived dorm life. So many people just were wearing random sweat anything all the time, and they didn't yeah. look good or like. This just doesn't fit, fit Tara's well. usual. Yeah, like that's why it stands out because it's like, well, you don't usually dress this way. You're usually yeah. much more of a hippie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she felt she had to be like cool and hip and she didn't know what that actually was and sure. she thought like everyone everyone's wearing sweatshirts right it's a big thing right <laughs> big purple stars that's fine walsh goes to room 314 where we meet adam for the first time this was not how i remembered it yeah 
granted, I don't rewatch these two episodes often because mm-hmm. I always remember them as being pretty not great. But this is so anticlimactic of this yeah. buildup of what's in 314. And then just, it's not a dun-dun-dun moment. Yeah. It's not, you know. Also at- just how he's presented. He's like asleep on a slab just yeah. in a room. And you just pan down to him. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. oh, that that's a thing that's just there. It's like there's no, yeah, like, fanfare. Don't, don't even show him. Like show like a sheet on top of him. So you don't know what he is. I always remember the first time we see him being when he... Spoiler alert for the end of the episode. I mean, when he kills her. I always remember yeah. that being the very first time you see Which him. Which would have made that a, a better moment. Reveal, yeah. Even if you're like, oh, what is that? It's like, oh, I guess it's 314. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. this was weird. I, I wrote down this note and then it, later on, I think the episode answers it, but not mm. really. Do we ever really know Professor Walsh's plan? Like her ultimate goal in creating Adam? I think he talks about it later in the season at some point when he's talking about his own plan. But it seems very, very haphazard, especially since apparently the plan basically died with her. Because it's not like a bunch of other people are like trying to do, like finish the 314 plan, I guess you could say. Well, yeah, because Adam went loose and killed her. But yeah, it does seem very, what's your end game? You don't plan very well. Maggie, you don't you don't have anything to protect yourself when you're out late at night by yourself in Monster Town, USA. This guy you, wasn't strapped to the gurney. Yeah, why is he not restrained? <laughs> Even minimal restraints that he yeah. that he busted out of. Just a belt, honestly. It's like the fun. alien in Independence Day when they're operating on him while he's just kind of unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> so so bad. So Buffy is late to the bronze. Low on it, Buffy. Did you notice that Xander's wearing a Captain America t-shirt? <gasps> Joss, Avengers, thank you. What? He knew. <laughs> Buffy, this is how he got the job. They yeah. were like, oh, Joss is a fan. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> uh, Buffy shows up with commandos in tow. Aww. They had been throwing her a party. I like her look here. Mm-hmm. Almost, what is with me in fashion this episode? Yeah, this I is... Just, there's not anything else for me to care about. This is Kristen's fashion corner. <laughs> it is. I just, I just I like the halter. I like the five million necklaces. Mm-hmm. And I would wear five million necklaces. It'd be heavy on your neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willow Ask is Mr. really P. not down for Buffy enlisting. Yeah. Buffy's acting like she's not listening to Willow's very valid questions. Yeah. But later on, you can see it's, it's going to seep in. Mm-hmm. Walsh's code name. Did you catch it? Uh, was it uh, Monster Lady? Nope. When she beeps everybody mm-hmm. and Riley goes running out. Her code name is Mother. Yeah, it is. Gross. Also, on little too on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. Just gross. Yeah, I, there's there's a way to do it where it's not as as on the nose and still like Queen Bee or something. Sure, great. Mm-hmm. That or even if like if he's lilac, then she's like even if it's I don't know Mother Hen or mm-hmm. you know just something yeah. that'd be fine. Uh, the team is sent to find a Polgara demon, Ooh. but hey, make sure not to damage those arm skewers. Yeah, because they're very important for when you're having uh, barbecues to make shish kebabs. This is he's he's Wolverine, but he's always giving the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Spider Man and Wolverine had a baby, and it's coming out of his wrist. Oh, that that's some awkward sex. <laughs> You know, Spider-Man's talking the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, then it's like Spider-Man lays like a billion little eggs. <laughs> That's why there's several par- Polgara demons. Oh, okay. That's they didn't really have sex. He, um, Spider-Man laid a bunch of eggs and <laughs> Wolverine fertilized them. How romantic. How <laughs> like Logan to just blow his load on shit. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's I guess a lot to talk about this episode. That's why we're we're not getting off on any tangents. Uh, oh. Who's wearing what? I'm bored. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, Logan, it depends on what era he might be wearing. The kind of like the brown and yellow, or if it's later, the blue and yellow, <laughs> or like the jacket with the furry kind of thing, or like that that weird Rick Moranis helmet if he's Weapon X. <laughs> So Walsh and the good doc, I don't remember this guy's name. I don't care. I think it's Engelman. Uh, Walsh and him do not like Buffy's very valid questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I like this scene because it's really, you really see the difference between her and the commandos. Like, she's mm-hmm. not an army person. And she's not just going to blindly follow an order. She's She's got really valid questions. And she yeah. just kind of doesn't understand the concept of, like, why would I not? ask for the super important information yeah. and it also kind of brings up the point of i guess they're just assuming blind military loyalty but why don't they have like some kind of answer for any of those questions even if they it's a lot no and i think that i mean we saw this just their methodologies were so different in the last episode the idea mm-hmm. that like they are so antithetical to all the all the you know magic stuff that mm-hmm. they they rejected outright instead of like thinking like oh yeah yeah. Even if you don't believe in magic, these demons do. So the idea of knowing what they're going after, yeah. then, I mean, maybe what they're going after is in a specific crypt or a mausoleum, and then you go right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it seems like a very dumb version of the military where it's like, military guys, they like to use strategy, right? Like, that's a big thing. It is mostly college I guess so. Kids. That are run by science professors, which is another thing. How does this operation work? I'm pretty sure most military operations aren't run by professors. Yeah, I feel like we need like a general mm-hmm. or at the very, I don't know what the order of rankings is, but yeah. we need some sort of like person from the military. Who's like the head of the military that isn't Riley. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so weird that it's yeah. like this professor is the one in charge who seems to have no military background. It's just like a scientist and she's the head person. And if, she dies because she doesn't strap down the super monster she's creating. Um, <laughs> then it goes to college student Riley. Yeah. He's not even going to follow evil doctor. Yeah. Who's hopped up on drugs that we find out that they need apparently <laughs> like once every hour because he immediately goes to junkie mode after like a day of not being on these these drugs. This is a really shitty operation they're pulling. Buffy is very right to ask questions. Yeah. Willow decides to go to Tara's after getting ditched by Buffy. I like that Willow acknowledges the irony of like, so, turns out my friend has other friends. Uh, I love how Tara's so sweet about it. And she doesn't like rub it in, but she still acknowledges it. I I mean, I think Tara is so shy Mm -hmm. still that like, it makes sense to me that it doesn't Mm -hmm. bother her that she's like, why can't I meet your friends? Why can't I? And she's like, I'm good here. Yeah. Especially not with your monster fighting friend. Because mm-hmm. she's paranoid. And it's funny we don't learn the extent of why she's paranoid until the next season. I have a thing, and I'm going to say it later, but yeah. there's, I'm not, I don't like it. Okay. 
Forrest is pissed that Riley chose a girl for his team. He chose a girl. (laughs) No female slimer. Not in my America. (sighs) I like Grant. I want more of him. Yeah. Like, I just want him all the time. He should just become a Scooby. (laughs) He's great. He's He's so nice. And he's... Yeah, I mean, all we see of him, he doesn't have the most, like, defined characteristics, but he seems a lot nicer than Forrest. Yeah, I don't want to be fr- I'd be like, I just, I mean, you, I guess you're in my squad, but dude, we're not friends anymore. You're just, you're annoying. Unless we forget, he's the guy who said mattressable. Also, he asked for Parker's advice, so great character. Yeah, real, real, uh... Are we done seeing him forever now? Parker? Yeah. I think so. Oh, good, he died. Riley's punch killed him. He he just he had to bring something from the punch, and he died. Yeah, like it hit a vessel. I don't know. While stalking the Polgara, they see Spike (gasps) with his groceries. His groceries, which is like all cigarettes. Yeah, (laughs) it's just giant cartons of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And then again, we get very fuzzy rules on Spike's uh, trip here. Yeah, that didn't even I didn't even think about that. You're right. I guess throwing groceries, that does not count. That's not gonna hurt him. And they that, fought Buffy and didn't get the broken bone. But he he literally tosses a guy to the ground. Yeah, see I didn't even catch that. You're right. Yeah. It's this <sighs> chip is not very good. It's yeah. the initiative, they're just they're they, they just crap all around. Shoddy workmanship. Uh so Grant tags him with a tracking device. I just I mean this is just obvious it's a tracking device. It's weird mm. to me that it takes them forever. Yeah. And so like military knowledge to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, why don't they put those trackers in like all the demons they Yes, catch? just install GPS in a chip and you're Yeah, that would solve a lot of your problems. Instead they use a cartoony net. Yeah. A giant cartoon net. And I can't imagine the tracer is more expensive than the chip that hooks into a creature's brain to make them not hurt people but just put all on the same thing yeah just put all on the same thing one stop shop i don't understand the net though they have pew pew guns but they used a mm. net they didn't pew pew him at all maybe they they're maybe they're afraid of damaging the chip uh, okay fine i don't see that uh-huh. makes sense you really wanted to use that net riley <laughs> promised them a fish- there's, there's one guy who's like Guys, just let me use this net. I really want to use this net. Riley promised them a fishing trip, but he's been too busy with the girl. So (laughs) he brought the net. It's got to be some big fish he's trying to catch with that net. (laughs) And I guess that would would be Spike. He's a big fish. Oh, go fish. I'm like, big fish. No, go fish is the name of the episode. Never mind. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Pulgara attacks Riley. There's the slow-mo music montage of him and Buffy teaming up for a fight. Monster three-way. And sexing it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, For someone who was scared to have her new boyfriend be a part of her demon hunting life, she is really into it right now. Yeah. She's just loving it. Hungry and horny. Right? I mean, yeah. No, fighting is definitely turning her on. That's Mm -hmm. obviously the point. And it's also, like, I think... And and a, I guess slightly more intellectual level. It's also like, oh, this could work. Like, it's not sure. like in an angel situation where it's like, yeah, we can fight together, but we're doomed and tragic. It's like, no, we could work together. There's yeah. like this place that he works that I, I'm doing really well at. Yeah, like, and like we could have like a life. Being excited by the functionality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always remember that they don't that the first time Riley has sex with quote unquote Buffy. 
is when he has sex with Faith. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no, this is definitely no. sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless they, they, they stop real short and it's just edited poorly. Yeah. It's like, no, no. <laughs> Everything but red sheets. Wake in the red sheets again. Yeah. She just packs those in her purse. Yeah. Takes them with her everywhere. It's like, it's, it's like the Flash's ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Professor Walsh is watching, <laughs> watching them have sex. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, and like it's to the point where it's clearly like they're in the middle of it. She, yeah, it's not like she needs to keep watching. It's it. not like she knows. It I happened. wonder what they're doing. Yeah, and are they wrestling? She's obviously like. I imagine that he's not the only frat boy that has had sex mm-hmm. in yeah. front of those cameras. So she's doing this a lot. Well, I think the thing is that she's upset that that Riley's doing it because even though it's definitely like a maternal relationship, she felt like, oh, no, he's mine. Oh, and that's definitely a, a very common thing, I think. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of mothers reject girlfriends because they don't – they want to be the only woman in mm-hmm. – the only woman in their son's life. Yeah. So I, I, I get it. Like I, it, I don't support it, mm-hmm. but I get it. I'm glad you don't support it. <laughs> it's disgusting. I, mean, I feel like we may have to end this podcast. If you're like, I really, you know, I'm on Maggie's side on this one. <laughs> I'm really into voyeurism. <laughs> Xander is selling his wares to Giles. Mm-hmm. Licorice flavor. I feel like after band candy. Yeah. Right. Don't take Giles, anything. Don't these people. Candy bars. No. Just especially ones that the same children are selling you. Like, mm-hmm. go buy a Snickers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one's not gonna do something crazy where you have sex with your your you know little protege. Maybe he wants that to happen again because that was a good yeah. night for him. And maybe he's like, <laughs> okay, okay, Xander, I'll buy this because maybe I'll get to have sex with Joyce again. I don't know. You're right. They made such a good couple. Oh. But yeah, one of the flavors is licorice. Do you like licorice? Uh, no, because it's not 1930. <laughs> Who the hell? Why do they make licorice? Who likes it? I don't well, know. What especially certain, black a, licorice. Yeah. What's the other one? Red? Red, yeah. But red, like I Twizzlers. mean, or like Twizzlers. Okay, yeah. but that's not like licorice flavored. That's. Uh, yeah, it's like a licorice, but it's not licorice flavor. It's weird. Okay. And what are that those? Licorice gum. Ew, this is make your bad breath. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Who likes licorice? I don't get it. I've I, really never met anyone that wasn't like, nope. my, my My aunt did. She also loved the chocolate Necco wafers. Nope. Yeah. No. She had weird taste in candy. It was like the candy everyone else left behind was like, that's my gold. For me. Mm-hmm. She'd always eat crows. Think <laughs> dots, but black licorice flavored. <laughs> Either that she ate live birds, or you know the phrase "eat crow." Yeah, she ate crow all the time. (laughs) Why? What? What are those? Like they're like aren't they like Italian little thin cookies that are like slightly licorice flavored? I think I know what you're talking about. Pinzella is that a thing? Yeah, Pizzella. Pizzella. Those things. Pin man time. Those. Um, but they're just like lightly licorice flavored. And I always forget until I'm like halfway through one that I'm like, oh. Licorice. Shit. You ruined a cookie. Licorice shit. <laughs> it's more accurate than okay. uh, So Spike arrives looking for help. He can't seem to shake those soldier boys. They just follow him uh-huh. everywhere. 
I still, I love the way that Giles does this because it's very Oof. much the way a teacher would. Yeah. Like, why should I help you? You know, you're the good guys. You do that. You didn't answer my question, but why should I help you? Oh, because I helped you. <laughs> like, I just like the like. I got it. Like, I got it. You, yeah. You'll get there. Yay, though. Buffy wakes up in red sheets after a night of sex and he's still there. <laughs> this is the first time that's happened yeah, for her. That's good for her. Although it's creepy as shit, because he's just been watching her. Like, she turns over, and he is fully awake. It's not well, like... we know where he gets it from. <laughs> like mother, like son. <laughs> oh, God, to- mother, blood. That's that's what the end of this episode should have been. Is that, like... Well, obviously, like, the big thing of, like, mother. And then, uh, he, you know, Adam skitters away sure. into the tunnels. And then, and then Riley comes in. Oh, God, mother, blood. Like Psycho. Oh, I haven't seen that. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You need to see Psycho. <laughs> I know. See, there's a lot of really good classic movies mm-hmm. that I want to watch and haven't because I just don't want to watch them by myself. Like, yeah. they're the really good ones. I'm like, I want the experience of mm-hmm. watching this with someone. Yeah. That, that would be a good one to see if they play it like at the music box or oh, like at a theater. Yeah, at a theater. But the, those, the old movies, even though so many people are like, that's great. You should watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. You watch it with me. And they're like, no. It's funny. I was looking at that the calendar that's uh, uh, different movie quotes every day. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh well, this is an easy one. And it was here's looking at you, kid. And somebody next to me was like, I have no idea. And I was I was kind of shocked by that because that's, that's like a I mean, famous quote. I knew even where if you that haven't was, seen. Yeah, I knew yeah. where that was from even before I saw the movie. It's like you've heard who you're gonna call even if you haven't seen. Ghostbusters. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, but, but Psycho, the thing that like everyone knows about that is like I know the name Norman, ba- Norman Bates yep. and I know the knife behind the shower. <laughs> like that's what I know. That, yeah. that That is the only quote I know from that movie. Mm. But yeah, I got to get someone to watch that with me. I got to get someone to watch uh, Gone with the Wind with me. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen that one. Probably my mom. She loved that movie. Sounds great. We'll make a date of it. <laughs> I make real good popcorn. Oh, good. Like the air pop stuff, not the microwave stuff because that'll give you cancer. Well, and also, who says, like, I? that's like in Back to the Future Part 2, like, I, I, your mother sure does know how to hydrate a pizza. Well, the, I was waiting for you to make fun of me and be like, you make good popcorn, doesn't everybody? Oh, no. Like, I make popcorn on the stove because I'm, I'm not an animal. <laughs> I think the most disgusting smell in the world, maybe, is burnt popcorn. Ooh, and yeah. microwave popcorn goes from unpopped to burnt in about two seconds. Yeah. This is the saddest thing if you've ever cooked microwave popcorn and it just gets completely burnt like you you thought it had more time or something. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this smells and like the bag is discolored. Yeah. And this is the and whole like, thing just in the trash. Just a package of misery. Like, great. What a waste. I fucking love popcorn, too. So it seems that Willow's probing actually kind of got to Buffy. What a mm. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is some slash fic now. <laughs> so Willow's, Willow's nagging. Mm-hmm got under Buffy's skin. She's been digging deeper about the initiative. She's asking Riley some questions. I like that Riley is not bothered by Buffy's questions. He's not annoyed. He's Mm -hmm. just like, it's just not me. Yeah. Like, and in fact, I think he's, he just kind of digs on her digging. Then he's Mm -hmm. just like, that's cute. That's cute that you're into that. They trained that out of me, but you're adorable. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't think he had that much to begin with. He seems like a very, like, I'll, I'll buy what you're selling me as long as it, it sounds good she's gonna change that though i like that but she is like kind of well that's just what that's what's happening here she's is getting to him he's he's peeking Mm -hmm. around 314 yeah maggie notices because this is so unlike him yeah 
to even literally just look through the door. Yeah. That's how well she, he's been trained. Yeah. Oh, like a dog. So convenient Xander military moment. Yay. Yay. Take a shot. Giles removes the That's trap. not even part of like the drinking game. That's just because you need to because it's Cause such of, a con- uh, Just roll your eyes so much that you're going to hurt yourself. They, He's just like, that thing in Spike's shoulder, that's a tracking device. Yeah. Which you... Motorcycles and horses. <laughs> Next is going to be like... A choo-choo train. Yes. And a helicopter. Ugh. A jetpack. And, and they removed the tracking device. You were saying something. Yeah, um, the tracking device. Well, here's the thing is I I feel like you didn't even need to bring up his silly military training no, for this. No, not at all. Could have just had like, oh, couldn't that be like a tracker like in the yeah, movies? Like logic. They You can't shake them. They're following mm-hmm. you. They yeah. shot you with something that's not lethal. Yeah. I'm going to guess that's a tracker. Yeah, of some kind. I mean, it's not like, granted, like we're probably more used to having like GPSs and everything now, but it's definitely not an unheard of thing to have a tracker. Yeah. They use it in like 60s Bond movies. Yeah. Like it's not crazy to think of. Is this when they do the toilet gag? Uh, That's Lethal Weapon 2. I I think it happens here. They flush it. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and it's like it's coming them. closer and closer. Uh, it's like a almost like a parody of the aliens thing, where they're it. like they're like using the motion trackers and like they're you know fifty feet, forty feet, it's right in front of us, and it turns out they're like in the ceiling and they attack uh, from there. Okay. It's like, but no, it got flushed down the toilet. Womp, womp. There's something that does a spoof on this where it's they whatever they're following, they mm-hmm. tie they oh it it's Veronica Mars. That's what that is. Of course it is. They um it's a dog. Whatever yeah. it is they're following, they give it, they like tie it to a dog's collar. Mm-hmm. And so like, Aww. yeah. That was a cute version of that. I love Veronica Mars. Uh, so it looks like Buffy and Willow were both out all night. But who fed Amy the rat? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the rat can probably survive one night without feeding. Uh, Professor Walsh sends Buffy out on a mission by herself to take care of a tiny little weak at GST. And you're not even going to, like, kill it. You're just going to do some recon. And It'll take this fun. gun for no reason. Yeah. That we've never trained you with. No. And, it's you know, I'd send somebody else, but they're busy. You yeah. got this. Uh, everyone's just lying so much in this episode. This and is- then queen of all lies, Maggie Walsh. This is a great opportunity for Buffy to prove herself. She can mm-hmm. take orders and you know even as walsh is sending her to her death buffy just can't stop asking questions and fucking walsh what a bitch has to be like we'll talk about all that when you get back it makes Uh, buffy feel better and that makes it worse oh yeah yeah that's 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 very cunning on her part of like don't worry everything will be answered when you get back Mm -hmm. buffy's in the sewer with the camcom and her fancy new gun it's really served no purpose. I mean, like, we, it, yeah. it's the only purpose it served is so that we could have it malfunction. Like, why give mm-hmm. her a weapon if she's a slayer and used to functioning without a gun? Well, I think maybe the thought was this way she won't be tempted to grab a weapon that would work. Oh, like a crossbow or something. Yeah. Like, okay. Like one of her weapons. Yeah, fair. Good point. This weak little HST is actually a pair of giant demons. <sighs> oh, no. Cue Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Can you do an Akbar? Did you do an Akbar? I don't know what you're talking about. Great. <laughs> this was uh, not as planned. Uh, they have lured us into a situation where they are advantageous. Uh, I feel like we need some edits on this. Maybe we can shorten it. By the way, one of my favorite things since the uh, recent release of Pokemon Go sure. has been 
coming up with alternate versions of the catch line to uh, Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Such as, it is required to obtain all of them. <laughs> Especially since one of my friends who's playing it, and I'm shocked that she is, it gets so mad at me every time I do it. <laughs> you know what you need to do. All of them, get those. Get them. Um, well, I was going to say, my, my old thing would just be like, get them. <laughs> get them. Get them. Great plan, Ray. Ghostbusters. Got it. Oh, we forgot about the ionized wackiness. Oh, yeah. Static. Yeah. And then they get like Beekman's world hair. It's all fun. Uh, So these are the the same demons that Buffy saw in the Mm -hmm. pit on her tour of the initiative. Betrayal. Her gun backfires and she's locked in. Mm -hmm. Maggie is watching the fight from the Camcom complete with heart rate monitor. And she's drinking coffee while doing it. That is cold. That is cold. I like that. A uh, little detail, mm-hmm. like she's just, it's, she's just so casually watching this person she sent to her death. Mm-hmm. Just very, she's mm-hmm. not smiling. She's just, I'm just, I'm chill about it. Yeah, maybe the coffee wasn't that good. It's too cold. <laughs> just like her. I like iced coffee. Uh, the camera falls. The heart rate goes to zero. Maggie is like, oh, she's looking around like no witnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, my work here is done. But maybe, maybe don't uh, have the cameras out in the open. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe just watch that shit in your office. Yeah. You've got to have one. Or at least don't have it on two TVs. Yeah, <laughs> maybe on your phone. Come on now. <laughs> we we have a pager in this episode. There's no camera phones. It's the military. They've got fancy demon pew-pew guns. But like a camera phone of this time period would have been like a briefcase. Okay, but they could have like a mini TV. Yeah, I guess. But what they'd use to at Video Village on movie sets yeah sure but buffy's not dead (gasps) she just lost her body cam she kills the demon by throwing the defective gun in the water Mm -hmm. thereby by electrocuting him how's the other one die she just just like breaks his neck yeah something something like that and while i do think it's clever uh i'm reminded that every single time and every everything ever electricity effects are lame oh yeah like they just they never they never convince me. They always take me out more than bring me in. Emperor Palpatine is very hurt by your comments. But that's magic electricity. That's, <laughs> that's like force bolts, not electricity bolts. Okay. What about when storm flies and she's got uh, like electricity all around her? I mean, lightning bolts in the background are cool. When they're like interacting with her, they never look real to me. Okay. I've just never, I've never been satisfied by legitimate electricity effects hollywood mike has thrown some shade i'm just saying hollywood step up your electricity game yeah <laughs> the next the next <laughs> thing that comes out that's electricity they're like the effects aren't real mike didn't like them we're just gonna have to do it practically <laughs> they just electrocute somebody we the spoon is dead today <laughs> it's all mike's fault what was she thinking that you electrocuted from her? What movie was this? Sweet Home Alabama. What? That's what happened? Did, did you, get, you not see that movie? Did she get electrocuted in Sweet Home Alabama? Yes. Oh my God. I totally just was like, <laughs> what is the dumbest person to be electrocuted in a movie? I Maybe I had some like faint memory of that movie. Seeing it on a plane or something. Twice, actually. Really? But, I mean, like her once and then the child star that played her once. That's a That must be a much weirder movie than I remember. It's actually pretty good. This is, might be the first time, by the way, that we bring up another form of pop culture that yeah. I've seen and you haven't. I think I saw it, 
but I don't remember it very okay. well. It wasn't the one guy who was almost a thing for a while. Yeah. The 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 co-star Josh Lucas, I want to say his name was or something I like don't that. Know. Names I don't know. I, but like it was that guy who was kind of like a it seemed like a test version of Bradley Cooper. Yep. And they hadn't worked out all the kinks. I know exactly. Look, this thing you were like, that guy that was almost the thing. Yes. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm sure he's a lovely man. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's very nice. Yeah. When Riley reports back to base, Walsh spouts some story about Buffy charging off against orders and oh, getting herself killed, which would be yeah. kind of in character. Yeah. Quality acting from Mark Lucas here. Mm-hmm. His reaction is great. Yeah. I hate it in movies when someone gets bad news. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually right now picturing that woman that was on the news because she hired a hitman to kill her husband. And it, it wasn't really, it was like police acting. But yeah. her response and in movies' responses, when you, you get that news, the response is always immediate tears yeah. and breaking down. I like Mark Lewis's shock of like, what? No, this can't, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you're, that news, being able to take that all in, yeah. that's never going to hit you immediately. No. And you're always going to be like, I must have heard that. Or like, it's easier to process like, oh, I misheard that. I'm misunderstanding. They said the wrong thing rather than like, oh, yeah, the person I love is dead. Yeah. That's that's never going to be like, what? oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, my God. This shot. The over. I lo- I, oh. Yeah, I said that too. The framing of it is fantastic. It's over Walsh's sh- shoulder behind mm-hmm. her. We just see Buffy pick up the camcom. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so sorry. She was so nice. And Mark Luke is just like, Wait, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? Behind what? you. What? Buffy records a message oh. all about like your little recon thing you sent me on was a trap and your oh. gun was defective and Riley hears all of it. Yeah. Oh, Buffy's gonna fuck up Maggie's shit. <laughs> Buffy goes over to Giles where the Scoobies get all good and nice. I told you so. Mm-hmm. There, she was like, "You're right." The initiative, some shady people. Oh, well, we forgot one of the uh, other important things. Riley leaves. Yeah, and even though she orders him to come back, he's yeah. like, no. And even though she's like Agent Finn. Finn, Riley, get it? Uh, do you, do you get it? It's like more personal. Yeah. Again. It's, oh my God, she used his real name. Oh. Uh, it's okay. She'll be dead soon. Uh, thank God. Uh, so Dr. Frankenstein is skewered by her own monster. Bum, bum, bum. I just, I, she go, yeah, she goes in there. I don't remember why. I don't care. This is not how I remembered it either. Yeah. Because I remember him saying her code name. Mm hmm. After he skewers her mm-hmm. and she drops, it, this just it zooms out of him and goes, yeah. Mother, and she yeah. drops. That is not what he says. Nope. He says, Mommy. Mommy. And that is disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's <gasps> gross. It, I mean, Mother at least would make more sense because it's both mm-hmm. the familial term and her code name. Yeah. So it's a little less gross. Mm-hmm. He calls her Mommy. Gross. Although, and I think we'll get more into this in the next episode. I feel like this, for me, is where this season screwed up the most. Mm. Because I understand they want to introduce the big bad, and they know it's going to be Adam. But I feel like they, starting with this, immediately cripple the initiative and continually cripple any threat the initiative itself has to such a degree that they're just like a non-entity. Okay, yeah. And then... But there's nothing for Adam to play against, really. So his character is kind of like floundering in the wind. And I'm not saying that this moment shouldn't have happened at some point. Right. But it's right away. But it's right away. Yeah. And it's not as shocking as it should be. And yeah. it, it 
if anything, I think it actually slows down the story more than speeds it up. That's true. If Walsh were still around to give us the backstory or the mm-hmm. details, we could speed through that. If Buffy had to contend with both Maggie yeah. and Adam, that's a bigger threat. Them separately is kind of like, eh. The thing I thought about is actually in that same documentary I was talking about, there's there's a, a bit that Joss Whedon said, and I feel like, well, this is, I feel like, the one time they didn't follow this rule is that um he said there's kind of like a rule in the writer's room for any of his shows basically is that you want movements over moments mm-hmm. is that you don't want something that's just like, Oh, this is a cool moment. Right. If it's not going to help the characters or the story progress just because it's a cool moment, mm-hmm. you can have those and those are great, but they should move the story or at the very least not hinder the story or the character or the situation. And I feel like this is kind of the, the instance where I feel at least they they don't follow that rule. Because yeah. this is purely just a shock moment. Yeah. That doesn't really do anything for the story. Like You can say like, oh, well, Riley gets upset. But he could be equally upset by finding out that Maggie is, you know, a horrible person. Yeah. And then have her die a little bit later. And then that's just another thing on top of it. As opposed to it's all kind of bundled up into one thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It it doesn't increase the stakes. If anything, it mm-hmm. decreases them because she was the real threat with the yeah. initiative. And it's like, I guess you can say there's like, oh, we don't know what this guy is. He's a mystery. But Buffy is more used to fighting monsters. This seems like she gets more of an advantage fighting that versus a human being who she can't just kill willy nilly, mm-hmm. who has like a whole organization behind her. That's a more interesting threat for I Buffy. I have an idea. I have an idea. Yes. So... Adam wakes up, mm-hmm. Walsh, Frankenstein, they, mm-hmm. they be- or Frankenstein's monster, they become, like, they kind of... I think I think you're going where I actually had this in my notes for the next episode. Yeah, so he, he goes on his, like, murderous rampage mm-hmm. weirdo thing. She still thinks that she, she can rein him in, he's going to yeah. be good. She's got the initiative not, like, mm-hmm. just anti-Buffy yeah. if you see her killer. And eventually she comes to realize her folly and her mistake. Ooh. And just when she makes the decision of Buffy was right, I'm going to switch gears with the initiative yeah. and make sure that they help her fight Adam. Yeah. Then he kills her. She's never able That's to issue the orders. Yeah. So she can't pull them back. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's that's a, another fantastic way to go with it. I think much better than, than this kind of cheap shock. Mm. The way I was actually thinking, and I talk about more in the next episode, I think it would have been interesting to have like, you know, 314, maybe the end of this episode, instead of it being like Maggie dying is kind of what they were setting up as the false thing of like, oh, you just wait till I have it in store for you. And you get Adam as like, you think he's just this like big hulking monster that's under Maggie's control for a couple episodes. And then you can still have literally the exact same moment, but it actually means something more when after Buffy's been fighting Maggie and the initiative and you have that kind of threat that she's dealing with, you then have the big monster that's been on Maggie's team, then pull the, you know, mommy moment or something similar. And then it's this whole new threat that was able to take out this legitimate threat of Maggie. So it means something more because she's already done stuff to like destroy Buffy's life and like Maybe, you know, they trash Giles is all sorts of stuff to really like they're kind of like on the lamb almost something really, you know, mm-hmm. that she seems like a threat. Then when he takes her out, he's even more of a threat as opposed to, oh, I guess that wasn't the threat. This is the threat. Yeah. Then, yeah. Either one of those, I think, would be so much more interesting and effective. Yeah. And I like the idea of 
just as she's doing the right thing. That's that would be like the kind of dramatic irony, and it would follow along with the uh, the tradition of uh, Maggie Walsh not being prepared for monsters ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the lesson in the Iron Team? There's no Iron Team. There's not. There's an E and an A. No, don't blindly follow orders. Ask yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. Challenge authority. Yeah. And don't turn your back on a bloodthirsty monster demon thing. Yeah. Maybe just if you live on the Hellmouth, prepare for that. Ever? You, you've had several instances to learn that. Yeah. You did not learn your lesson. This is the Sunnydale Stacks telling you. Be prepared. Be prepared. So what do you think about the Ion team? Well, I think we just talked about a lot of the issues I had with yeah. it. Um, Surprisingly, it's still better than my memory of it. Mm, <laughs> like, my yeah. memory of it was bad. Well, but, there's still, like, good character moments in that. Yeah. But the uh, thing is, like, as an episode, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's more that I think, like, this starts this season down the road yeah. that I really don't like. Right. I, I feel the same. Bummer. Yeah, that's kind of why this always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I, I mean, the thing I do like it is the... The initiative is our friend, our friends, which mm-hmm. up until now is it's been. Yeah, it's like oh well, they might be like a little thick-headed in some ways, but they definitely sure. seem like these are the good guys. Neutering vamps yeah. is a fine thing yeah. to do. I'm okay. And with even that. with the tease of three fourteen, it's good. It, I mean, it could very easily be like oh, they're just hiding a very big monster. That sure, they but yeah, and then the the surprise of like mm-hmm. oh, pretty evil. Yeah, or at least Maggie Walsh is. It's time to put the Iron Team back on the shelf. Oh, we almost forgot to hear from our sponsor. Oh, yes. They would not be happy with us. Let's uh, let's hear from them. Community. Diversity. Teamwork. Courage. The, the initiative. initiative. We are. We are. We are. We are. The initiative. Join the initiative. Be, be a part of something. something. It's time to put the Iron Team back on the shelf and open the books on Goodbye, Iowa. So kind of a two-parter. We're starting yeah. off like right after mm-hmm. the Iron Team. A soft two-parter. Sure. Buffy fills the Scoobies in on Walsh's trap. But why did Walsh want her dead? Smash cut two. Adam. So, what is it? He's got vampire teeth. His face is part human, part demon, part machine. He's got the Polgara arm, the some sort of chip disc insert in his chest plate. And a leg brace, which is the lamest Yes. Thing. I have that in my notes. Leg braces are not scary. No. That means your, your, your villain has a disadvantage. Also, it looks really cheap. It, looks, it does. It looks like it's made out of, like... Those like grill pans. Yeah, it, yeah. At least like they took like a cage for a chafing dish and fashioned a fake leg brace out Just of it. Wrapped it up. Uh, it's so flimsy. It was like what they rehearsed Forrest Gump with. Not yeah. The, not the not the show ones. Yeah. The ones that they rehearsed with is what they gave to the Buffy team. Like, yeah, we can use this in something. The gang is worried that the initiative is going to come looking for Buffy to finish the job and probably take out any witnesses. So they're going to hide in Xander's basement. Mop, mop. Riley shows up and hey, there's Hostel 17. 
Yeah. I'm just an old pellet. No, screw uh, it. I'm yeah, screw it. <laughs> He's just tired at this point. Yeah. He's like, I don't. I just got shot in that the shoulder with something. This yeah. today sucks. <laughs> Riley's in denial. He thinks Walsh was testing Buffy, and the initiative is not hiding anything. Uh, I mean, this this is a very hard transition for yeah, him. Yeah, and you can see like even he doesn't really believe it, but he just kind of wants to believe it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adam meets an adorable little boy in the woods. Ooh. Who isn't scared of him for some reason. Yeah, it's like obviously a play on the scene in Frankenstein. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't do anything with that. And then he just like kills the kid off screen. I didn't get anything out of the scene. I get that it adds stakes to mm-hmm. the fact that Adam escaped. It's not just like a weird thing that escapes. He's killed an innocent child. Yeah. I always remember this differently, that he doesn't kill the child. Yeah, which I out. think would be the more interesting thing if he like... And I honestly, I would love a scene where he's just talking with the kid and like trying to figure out who he is through this kid mm-hmm. and then just kind of like walks off and then starts killing people. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, thanks for your help. And and I think that would make him more interesting and scary villain in a way. Because it's like, I don't know what to expect of this. But he's just like, oh, I'm going to ask you a question and kill you. And uh, I guess I, I cut you up. And that's just what I do. I kill things and cut them up. So in that same vein, mm-hmm. do we have, we don't do we ever figure out whose brain Adam has? Maybe it's like an amalgam. There is some movie that I keep thinking about where you like they find out like oh no it was a serial killer's mm-hmm. brain or something and my google searches brought up a whole bunch of movies that i've never seen so huh. i'm not quite sure how that worked the only thing that like, i'm like well idle hands his arm goes i mean crazy. technically there's the stuff in the uh the original frankenstein movie where it's like it's like a criminal's brain okay sure they have the whole joke about abby normal and young frankenstein right his response to him being like, what's that? And like, oh, and his like yeah. smile makes me think that like the brain had to come from someone. And, yeah. and knowing that at least maybe might give some reason as to why his first instinct is, why don't I stab you with it? Yeah. Yeah. It's very odd. Back of the initiative, evil scientist dude slips and falls in Maggie's blood and Ooh. finds her body. It's pretty gross. In Xander's basement, the gang is hiding out slash watching cartoons. I love seeing Giles' Igon tattoo. Oh, yeah. That little detail. Like, I wouldn't, I love that kind of stuff because that's the kind Mm. of thing that wasn't there. I would never have been like, excuse me. me. (laughs) But I love seeing it. Mm -hmm. Anya encourages Buffy to get a new boring boyfriend like Xander. But you can't have Xander. She's some good lines in this episode, She's too. She's great. Oh, we, we skipped over the one where is, um, they tried to call Buffy. It didn't work, but they're so upset. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they would be. <laughs> the news is reporting on the boy's death. Mm. Buffy recognizes the work of the Polgara skewer. Oh. They assume that the Maggie sent the Polgara after her. Mm-hmm. That, like, not that, because yeah. they don't know that Adam exists. So they just yeah. think, like... It is the Polgara demon. Mm-hmm. Maggie must have sent it because they did capture it. She rallies the troops with a commanding plan in her yummy sushi pajamas. I'm more interested in a different wardrobe where we get to find out a very key thing about Xander that he loves dirt. Did you see his shirt? Oh, yes, I did. It just says, I love dirt on it six a times. bunch of times. It's the This weirdest. is the season of either hippie skirts or really distracting text on a t-shirt. Yeah, it's just... What is that a joke? Is it a reference to 
to what? Like, one, I love dirt. I kind of get. <laughs> but the fact that it's like six in a row. It seems like a band name or something. Yeah. I don't get it. And it's real, real distracting. What if like, he was wearing that when he was digging the Pang's construction work? Ah, it's all connected. Yeah. I dug uh, a building, and all I got was this stupid T-shirt. I got syphilis from a Slimer ghost, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt and syphilis. <laughs> Riley tells Forrest about uh, Walsh setting up Buffy. Forrest thinks that it's either a lie, or Buffy mm. must have deserved it. Mm, balls. <laughs> Chocolate? <laughs> If I, if I don't have anything to say about a scene that takes place in either one of those places, that's just well said. <laughs> Balls. I thought you were going to respond with widespread panic. And we were just going to say themes that are on posters. <laughs> Didn't say my babies. Grant tells them about Maggie's death. Forrest interprets Maggie's wounds as her being staked. Real big conclusion to jump to. I can kind of see it. I mean, you don't know it's a wooden stake, but that's not a knife. Yeah, but I mean, it also just seems like to assume that this woman was stabbed in the back by buffy is like i mean i guess you don't know the character but it seems like pretty sloppy evil scientist tells riley that they're on lockdown but riley doesn't take orders from no scientist no except maggie walsh (laughs) Uh, and he orders the commandos to go looking for the pulgara army 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 that's just like what this next is like all people being are they army 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 okay Spike is hiding from the commandos under a corpse. That's a very bright crypt. There's a lot of sun coming in there. Yeah. This is a poor choice. They're not super thorough. Because, like, I feel like you would you would check around the sarcophagus a little I bit. I said they aren't super thorough, like Henry David Thoreau. They're not really Henry David Thoreau at all. <laughs> um, I do like the, it's warm, like, it's usually... You know, like a tracker that in footprints or something, but it's a TV. I think that's smart. Yeah. I wouldn't think to do that. Mm-hmm. Then they do that dick move. They smash the TV on their way. Yeah, up. what an asshole. Yeah, it's a real dick for no reason. Although I do feel like I don't know why they didn't. Cool, bro. <laughs> cool motorcycle, bro. Should get a horse. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> says Tina Belcher. Uh, uh. I feel like Spike needed to say a line about the TV there, which I'm shocked they didn't put in. Like, mm. once TV is smashed, like, he gets out and he should be like, oh, I just got that, or something like that. Or even, like, bloody hell. Just, yeah. like, just respond just like, to it. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> or just love, there's a backstory of something. Spike's TV is always get destroyed. We don't know about. Buffy and Riley see each other at the little boy's crime scene. Uh, the first shot of her here is weird because it mm-hmm. looks like she's like CGI'd in front of uh, <laughs> not CGI but green screen. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. She, and then like cut back and she's obviously she and Riley are obviously there. But it was mm-hmm. the first shot. I was like, what is going on with the lighting here? Yeah. Uh, Buffy learns that Maggie's dead. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting is that in the like little things on Netflix of like what the episode's about. This episode does not have Adam. It has like this scene. Like oh, of, the, of, the the preview thing? Yeah, the little yeah. preview thing. Yeah, me too. Which I think kind of says something about the character of Adam that in his, like, basically his premiere episode, we don't really care about we him We don't even all. see, yeah. The, the, he doesn't matter. No one sees that we face. It's, I think that, that says a lot about the, the failure of this character. Uh, Willow enlists Tara's help to do a spell to find demons in the area. A sexist spell. 
This one's sexy too. There's 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 mm. glitter dust. Yeah. Buffy goes to Willie's. Willie. Oh yeah, Willie. You know what's weird? This is the last appearance of Willie. No, it's not. As they mention him, but he never appears on screen again. That can't pot. Wait, no, but what about when Riley gets all drinky with He's the... at the bar, but you don't see Willie. That's insane. Yeah. R.I.P. Willie. <laughs> Riley followed Buffy. Oh, Riley. Hmm. He's going... This is his first introduction to a place he's going to spend a lot of time. Yeah. Riley is pissed that Buffy's associating with demons instead oh, of killing them. But he's like, usually calmer than this. And, and usually think- a lot less sweaty. A little less shaky. Mm-hmm. He pulls a gun on what looks like a sweet little lady yeah. wearing a terrible hat. I mean, is anyone else really disappointed that we don't get to see what she turned into after yeah. she walked out of What's here? What's underneath that hat? That terrible hat had to be hiding mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Like some kind of big Audrey Two Mouth or something. She's friends with the woman from Diplomat Palace. Absolutely. <laughs> the best of friends. Buffy takes an increasingly sick Riley to Xander's basement. He's itching through the skin on his hand. Oh. Buffy wraps it with her bandana. That'll be important later. Yeah, not for like... Uh, I have a thing. I have a thing about that, <laughs> but we'll get to it. Poor Riley is freaking out. Am I working for the bad guys? I love how that's a super devastating thought to him. Mm-hmm. That he's like, shit, yeah. I can't be a bad guy. My whole thing is being a good guy. Yeah, Seriously. Okay, firstly, Ryle, Riley in the fetal position just looks weird. Yeah, it's like, go the little baby, you're, Riley. You're too big for that. That's yeah. strange. I do love the detail that stuff in Xander's basement is packed in old boost bar boxes. Uh, I want to see, like, when he's looking for a new apartment next mm-hmm. season. Or, <gasps> they sell the same box. That's what I want to see. So it's a convenient time for us to remember that Xander has a military brain. Oh, yeah. That happens again. That's a thing. Buffy wants to go undercover in to the initiative. I do like Anya's comment. It's not like he was in Nam. He was GI <laughs> Joe, Joe for, for one, one night. night. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Anya, for expressing what I'm sure fans were expressing. It's the first time they brought up this All conceit. The time. Willow and Tara's spell will show demons on a map of Sunnydale. But hey, Tara didn't blow on her dust. She didn't do that. She she hid it under the thing. I think the bigger question here is, is Sunnydale just a big square? <laughs> yeah, not ever, that's not a normal thing. Yeah, that's that's a weird shape for a town. And if it's not, then, like, how do you accurately, like, figure out, like, yeah. okay, so this is kind of like, if we were to put Sunnydale into a square, this portion would be, like, a little bit bigger. This portion would be, like, how they do the weird, you know, kind of oval-looking segments on a world map. Sure. When they flatten it. I mean, yeah, this works out. The next time they try this later on, they'll mm-hmm. do it on a map of Sunnydale, and that makes yeah. way more sense. I do think this is intriguing, the idea that, like, why would Tara want this this spare, spell mm-hmm. to fail? Like, what's yeah. going on with her? Although I'm fairly certain we do not hear about this again until family. Yeah. I think part of it might have been, they might not have actually realized that that's what they were going to do, and I think it might have been playing more into what does become a very big thing later of... Tara's kind of afraid of how aggressive Willow is with the magic and that she may be, like, trying too much, doing stuff that's too powerful. Mm, I think okay. that could be part of it, too. Because, you know, they have the line about, um, well, we're calling the goddess uh, Thespia. This is, you know, a really big deal. And she's like, oh, no, it's not. This is beneath us. We're great. So I mm-hmm. think you could also read it potentially as her being afraid that Willow's going too far. Fair. Good point. 
So Buffy and Xander breaking the initiative. Retinal scan. You gotta love a good butt joke. Is that what he thinks it is? Like a retinal? A rectal scan. Oh. Okay. I get it. What did you think he was doing? I didn't know what he thought that it was. So like she says a retinal scan and he's like, what? I don't want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. He rectal. Okay. That makes sense. I was like, like I was thinking like anal, vaginal. Those don't sound similar to retinal. <laughs> yeah. Except for the old part. <laughs> Quick, pretend to make out with me. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> Scientists and filters don't make out. <laughs> the Scooby still can't find the Pungera. He has to eat every two hours. Low IQ. Mm-hmm. How could anyone possibly miss it? Again, he has Anya. The cloak with- of invisibility. <laughs> Again, Anya with the demon knowledge. I really mm-hmm. like when she brings that, like, I yeah. know this thing. They have to eat every they two hours. out with one. Yeah. Riley's awake, and he shoves Willow. And Nobody I pushes Willow. And don't fucking fuck no. with my Willow. No, you you go get eaten by a Pulgar demon. You're, like, eight feet tall, and she's, like, 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, he just shoves her. It's not okay. Jerk. Uncle, how much withdrawal you're going through, you do not do that. Nope. No, no. Buffy overhears that Riley, speaking of which, and the other commandos are going through withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were getting their meds via food. What if they didn't want to eat at the cafeteria? Yeah. Like, what if they were like, I want some McDonald's? Yeah, what if they just got, like, a stomach flu and they're like, ooh, I'm not eating today? Yeah, what about, th- well, then they could give you medicine for the stomach flu. What if they just, like, didn't come in? Yeah. Yeah. They go on vacation. Don't they yeah. get vacations? What if one of them just develops a food allergy? There's all sorts of reasons this is a terrible idea. No. Buffy grabs the evil scientist. I love her determined work, uh, look when she walks in. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets through that door and she just hands that clipboard to Xander. Like, all yeah. right, I got this guy. She takes out the glasses. Yep. It's pretty cool. Riley disabled the security monitors. That's what we assume happened, right? Because then he's I guess like, so. It's weird that he's like, that security monitors are currently on. She's like, what? I didn't do that. I'm like, dummy. He did that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they're... I don't know. It just that's always played weird to me because it's like, oh, okay, I guess he did that. That's mm-hmm. something he can do. If she didn't hit, respond to it with a line, I'd assume it was. It's yeah. weird. That's very weird. The scientist tells Buffy that killing her was Maggie's personal agenda. Mm-hmm. Jealous mommy. See, and and this to me is another thing that, like, without Maggie Walsh, the initiative might have actually done some good. Yeah. Like they, it just the bad captain at the ship, mm-hmm. wasting her time on her Frankenstein monster craft project. Don't they know from past episodes, Frankenstein monsters do not work in the Buffy universe? Don't do that. Gross. Grossy, gross, gross. Riley blames Buffy. She just wants to know what was in 314. Mm -hmm. Me. Bum, bum, bum. Leg brace. (laughs) You are not intimidating at all. Yeah. So here's another big mistake is that right after killing Maggie Walsh, you have this, the guy who's like the second in charge, Mm -hmm. Engelman. Yep. Don't kill him too. Yeah. Who is in charge of this place? He just... This, I mean, it, it just makes the initiative look really shitty, and it doesn't make Adam look any scarier. It just kind of seems that, like, well, what's the initiative going to do now? They have nobody. Yeah, they have nobody. They're just like, oh, I feel bad for the initiative. I don't feel any more scared of this Yeah, demon. Riley's not going to lead them anymore because he's yeah. not into it, so, mm-hmm. eh. Yeah. Forrest. Yeah. I think a, a more interesting way to have gone, you'd still get the, su- like, surprise of Adam coming down. And you could have a little extra tension on the scene if you know that catwalk that is previously not, like, shown at all in the scene, really. Have maybe in secret some commandos, they, like, you know, figured out what was going on, and they're getting into position to, like, you know, maybe snipe Buffy out. And then when you think that's about to happen, that's when Adam comes in, just easily kills the two snipers, and then he comes down. 
that's much more intimidating than like me. Now I'm going to kill this stupid scientist guy. Mm. That's not scary, intimidating at all. There's a lot of ways they could have done it. Everything <sighs> dealing with Adam better. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, Adam wants to even like the, like looking at my notes and this paragraph I have about like what and who Adam is. I'm like oh, I don't want to do yeah. it. It feels like they're trying to play him off as super intimidating when he's not. He's not. He's and that just, just not. is so boring. Yeah. He wants to learn about the world and himself, Frankenstein. He <laughs> inserts the floppy disk into his chest plate and starts reciting part demon, part man, part machine. Which even even when floppy disks weren't like comically out of date, it's, it's still, not scary. It's bad, yeah. <laughs> By the way, to answer our previous question, Riley does have a mom. Yeah, yes. good, okay. And they, they talk about it here. Adam treats Riley as if he's also a machine created and programmed by Maggie. Mm-hmm. The and delivery of this line. I cannot be programmed. I am a man. <laughs> <laughs> Men have usually heard of contractions. Yeah. Can you use those? <laughs> I am a man. <laughs> so now let me sing. <laughs> it's very high school theater. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. It's... <laughs> And I cannot be programmed. I am that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go ahead. And I, I guess they're kind of like, they build up to it a little earlier when they have the offhanded line. The scientist guy is like, oh, he's too important to the work. So it's like, ooh, what's going on with Riley? Do we ever find out that he was really anything more than just like Maggie's favorite? I think he's just a star pupil. I think he was, there's some, we find out later when he has Riley like paralyzed or whatever that like, Adam and Riley together were supposed to do blank. I don't remember. We'll get there. I don't know. It's not going to be good. I'm just going to it's not going to be good. That's probably why I don't remember it very well. Oh, Adam. And just as Adam is about to reveal Maggie's grand plan, Mm -hmm. Riley stops him, which kind of pisses me off. I'm like, God, just do it. Just let him talk, man. (sighs) He's doing the villain expository thing. Let Wait till he's done with that, then try to beat him up. Yeah. They fight. Whatever. Commandos take Riley to the hospital. He got skewered or something, right? Or shot. Uh, I honestly, I it was so uneventful. I don't even remember how he got injured. The only reason this is a thing for me, take a look at his hands. Yeah. He ain't, he does not have that bandana wrapped around mm-hmm. his hand yeah. when he leaves for the hospital. In this whole scene, he has not had a bandana wrapped around his hand. Maybe he had it in his pocket. <laughs> Why would you take off your bandage? Ugh. And okay. then put it back on? Yeah. Yep. Like, I would get that. I would get that if in the next time we see it he's just playing with it yeah. as we see later fine. no it's clearly like it's back in his hand as bandage. a bandage yeah, yeah. meanwhile spike has been at willie's but he's no longer welcome Aww, because spike. he's been helping the slayer this is actually i like this the yeah. fact that like he can't just go back to being evil demon guy because yeah. you fucking kill other demons mm-hmm. asshole yeah it's not cool bro the next day buffy and willow are both wearing hippie skirts in case you wanted to know <laughs> the thing. Uh, all the time. Uh, so role reversal here, though. Now Buffy is wearing the giant ugly pink sweater. Did you check out this one? I, I only took notes on fashion. Yes. <laughs> this is the worst sweater of the entire series. This yeah. is terrible. This is, I don't know what's going on with the neck. She just didn't have time to really think about what she was wearing. I guess. She was so upset about Riley. Yeah, I do remember thinking she does not look good in this last scene. Uh, so she. You know. I didn't take detailed fashion notes. <laughs> I got bored. <laughs> well, with these two episodes, the most thrilling of the entire series. So interchangeable, but I still don't know which one's which. Yeah, it really. 
Like I had to double check when I was watching because I was, I was watching on Netflix and I had to like go to the, you know, more episodes and double check. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is the, okay. I and teen comes first. Yeah. I before I was. There you go. Except after <laughs> season four. <laughs> So Buffy's feeling sorry for Riley. He has nothing to hold on to. Oh, but he does. Her scarf. So cut to Riley in the hospital in another awkward sleeping position. Yeah. He's like in the Superman he seems like a cat. <laughs> Just one, like this is the tree pose from yoga. That's what this yeah. is. It's the yeah. tree pose. It's so weird. I mean, maybe there's some medical reason he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's half of the, this episode. It's like, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't even get mad about it. Well, yoga is really good for you. So while you're in bed, do tree pose. Figure out a way to do downward dog. <laughs> tra- With a busted stomach. Yep. And then transition into warrior. All laid uh, down. So he's got that bandana now. I don't know where it's been to. Yeah. Anyways, he's holding on to that. <laughs> so what's the lesson in, what are we watching? Goodbye, Iowa. Goodbye, Iowa, I guess. <laughs> in this thing, what's the lesson in Goodbye, Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> Make better TV. Ed, sure. Oh! Don't kill off your actual intimidating character. Yeah. I don't... I, I think the lesson, like, I, I can't even think about what the lesson in the actual... I guess don't don't put all your beliefs in one basket. I don't know. I, um, yeah. <laughs> but the the meta lesson is like... Be careful what you do with your characters on a TV show yeah. because... Like you said, movement, not moments. That's the yeah. lesson here. Yeah, movement, not moments. Because even if you really thought that the moment at the end of the last episode was really cool, and I could see at the moment. Like, yeah, sure. When you're first watching, you don't know where this is going. That could be a really cool moment. Like, you know, a lot of Game of Thrones always ends on a big sure. cliffhanger type thing. Very much Dan like Dan Brown novels. Yeah, it's always like, oh, what? That she's dead, but I thought she was going to be, like, the big bad. Mm-hmm. And whereas something where, like, it happens with the United One, you're just happy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, other times where it's, you know, even in this season where, you know, do you think Spike is coming back to, like, you know, try to kill the Slayer and he just gets zapped? That's a good way to do it. Because it actually opens up storytelling potential. This one just shuts it down. And mm-hmm. I honestly feel like the rest of the season is just, like, scrambling to figure out how we make the initiative and Adam work as elements of the story because they have to be involved up until the second to last episode. Yeah. It's really, it really feels like the rest of the season from this point on is wasting time. Yeah. It's just it, like, it's a lot of filler and the monster of the week episodes. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but any of them that are supposed to be arc heavy and we are just wasting time. Yeah. Cause frankly, as much as it is kind of a cool concept to have a big bad that's a an amalgam of a bunch of different monsters and technology, it's something that's kind of like both artificial created by man and has the big scariness of, you know, supernatural monsters. If you don't have a lot of character to go with that concept, don't have him be the main threat for half of the season. Yeah. Like you could, you could have him be like a thing that is kept under wraps or like that's like off doing his own thing while Maggie's being the more legitimate threat for most of it. There's lots of different ways to do it that make the season feel cohesive as opposed to, well, we blew our load halfway through. What are we going to do? Right. Since we said goodbye to Iowa, I think it's time to go international. Adios. It's international title roundup. Buffy Tapajo. 
then they eat. Ernie Dragon does Rhine Fleisch Canoe. Future Rifle International. For the Iron Team, that one's first, right? Uh, I don't know. Actually, some, some pretty good titles. There's uh, the French title, Trapped. Mm-hmm. You see that? That's kind of cool. Sure. German Appearance in Reality. Oh Very my German God, title. Ah, Germans. <laughs> Not even. I <laughs> like my favorite. Feels like weirdly abstract to me is the Brazilian Portuguese title for the Iron Team. My role in the team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of like that. Yeah, I think I, that's a that's a that's a cute one. Before we um, get to Goodbye Iowa, can we just talk about the English title? The Iron Team. No, 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 no. I I'm fine with Int. Yeah. Goodbye Iowa. Oh yeah. Why? Well, I think it's like this is when Riley lost his innocence, so he's saying goodbye to Iowa in a way because that's the innocent part of himself. Yeah, but this isn't like a common phrase or anything, right? I don't think so. Okay, I just it's always been a weird title to me. It is a little forced. So for Goodbye Iowa, uh, they might have actually, uh, you know, improved um, in the uh, international ones. The French is stress. What? <laughs> Just stress. Just stress. Because, you know, it's very stressful when, you, you know, your mother figure dies and you uh, Watching this was stressful for me. Yeah, and it's stressful to watch it. So it's actually a very appropriate title. And then the German title, The Fighting Machine. Or in the original German, Die Kampfmaschine. Yep. <laughs> Which again is the, the German tradition and these titles of just like picking out one element and making it the title by hook or by crook. Cause like, I guess that's referring to Adam. He's the yeah. fighting machine. Yeah. And I guess you could have the, it's a funny double meaning cause maybe it's kind of Riley too. Is he a machine? Oh, sure. But it does kind of come off as one of those where it's like the Orb of Thessala. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. in the episode, but it's not really the title. I'm going to propose two alternate titles to Ooh. Goodbye Iowa because I don't like good. I just don't like it. I think it's awkward. Adam, mm-hmm. just Adam, yeah, or a three fourteen, mm, yeah. If you don't want to spoil it, you yeah. know, for people that haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. three fourteen would be fine. Ooh, ooh. Or we could do, we could add to the title and have it be Goodbye Iowa, comma Hello Adam. Sure, that'd be fine. Yeah, maybe then I'd be able to differentiate between the two. <laughs> yeah. But then you'd be like, oh, is that they say hello because he's in the very end? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That yeah. time he killed a little boy. Done. <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> I'm 100% on board. Withdrawal. I remember that. I mean, he went through withdrawal. It was a thing. Yeah. The one with the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> What's another good title? Uh, Riley, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shove my willow. Um, Is Tara a demon? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the search. Okay, man. Uh, I don't know. Eh. Uh, it's 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 hard to name an episode when you don't really like it. Yeah, <laughs> that one. It's like naming your least favorite kid. <laughs> the middle one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> That's a name right now. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. So this one, I'm torn. Mm. Because it seems obvious. But I don't want to give Slay of the Week to a slay that I fundamentally hate. So we definitely have the same one. Yeah. Adam stabbing Professor Walsh. Yeah, it, it like has to be, but I don't want it to be. I had in my notes for the longest time 
Buffy zapping the Polgara. Yeah. But I feel like we've seen her do that kind of thing before. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I want I want to reward that because at least that's like it doesn't hurt anything. It's a technical slay. Like yeah. Buffy killed a demon. Yeah, and it's like oh she's using her brain. That's always nice yeah. to see her do that. Or the Buffy sex team slay with yeah. Riley. That too, because it's you know got some interesting editing. But yeah, you have to unfortunately give it to. It's like when they they have like Times Man of the Year or Person yeah. of the Year, it's and it's just, not always a good person. It's so memorable. Like the second any time someone mentions yeah. Adam, I immediately think of him mm. stabbing her. When I thought saying mother, but now it's mommy, and I hate yeah. that. Um, well, I like that because it's creepier. I think. <laughs> you know what? I'm taking mine back. I'm not. I'm taking mine away. Yeah. I'm not choosing that. I'm choosing the sex slay. I think you know what. I, I will I will support you on that. I will say that like creative editing. Yeah. I I mean I get the concept. Mm-hmm. She finally gets to have good yeah. sex. I mean not to say that like sex with Angel was bad, but like yeah. you know a good morning after. Mm-hmm. No, I, it, I I like the juxtaposition of the fighting and yeah. the foreplay. You know I kind of support that because it is it is a, a nice scene and it doesn't ruin anything later. It's like the the Maggie slay. Is is like bad sex. We're like, oh, what did I do last night? And then you have to go to the clinic. Whereas like the the team slay, that's like you're in a nice, healthy relationship. Yeah. It's a way to express your feelings. Some Even if it doesn't work out in the end, it's like well, this is a great, you know, time we had together. Yep. But yeah. Oh, man, I really wish they hadn't killed Maggie. Maybe she was just like, you got, because I don't, I don't want to stick around for the whole season. I'm only signing on for this many episodes. Maybe. Then I feel like they needed to have a better plan. Because it really does feel like they're just like, oh, we got to do something with this 314 character. Let's have him kill Maggie. Yeah. And then kill the second scientist. So there's nobody running well, the that's, place. I mean, I get that, like, having someone kill off, and this is just as all the time. Yeah. Killing off one of your major characters is a way to raise mm-hmm. the stakes. Yeah. He should have killed the scientist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still stuck on – I think it would have been much better to have either Adam escape, like you were saying, and, like, be a threat, but, like, the initiative thinks they can take care of him. Oops, turns out they can't. Right. Or have it be, like, they literally use him as a threat. He's under their control, at least they think so, but then he turns out to be too smart and takes over the initiative from mm-hmm. inside. Or, like – they think Adam is like a good guy, but yeah. all these weird things keep happening. Mm-hmm. And Buffy might be like, I think Adam's killing people, Maggie. Yeah. And Maggie's like, nope, not my baby. Yeah. And then turns out, nope, he really was killing There's people. There's so many more interesting ways than what they did. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really mind boggling. It's going to be, it's going to be rougher than I was expecting going through the end of the season. Cause I think just like casually rewatching, I don't mind as much, but I'm really yeah. thinking about it. It's it, it starting to get me upset. It's okay though. You know, you know what happens next week? What happens next week? Faith comes back. Yay! We get a break from Adam. Faith! And then Jonathan's coming back. Okay, so we got some good episodes. Oz is coming back. There's a whole lot of shit happening. We're just going to ignore Adam. Yeah. It's like the show itself realized, like, oh, guys, we screwed up. They're just wasting time. I mean, they're like, fuck, we still have to get to the finale. Yeah. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Why did we do this so early? And that's when everyone, you know, a lot of people put down season four as the worst. I think it's Mm -hmm. generally considered people's least favorite. I don't share that just because if you took away the Adam and the initiative stuff, which is problematic because that's the Mm -hmm. major story arc, there's some great Monster of the Week episodes. That's the thing. I I can't think you can – I don't think you can mark off a season where it has legitimately some of the best singular episodes of the series. 
it's yeah, it's I could never see somebody placing it as the number one season because it does have weak overarching storyline issues. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how can you say a season is the worst when it has hush in it? Yeah. Like, come on. Also, faith's coming back. Yay. Faith's Gotta have back. faith, faith, faith. Oh, I think it would be nice if I was in your body and we <laughs> just swapped our bodies. I got a body like yours. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well done, sir. You're welcome. Well, well done. Gentlemen, golf clap. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Dr. Jones, stay away. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off this year's girl and who are you when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.